Well, welcome everyone to Love Versus Hate. My name is Anne, and I am your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. I forgot what my title was for a second. I got nervous. This happens every time. I'm, um, my name is Emily, and I am your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate about things in life that we love and hate. And I'm sorry because I was just moving around my chair, so you probably heard that. <laughs> and also, people also agree with me way more than Anne. No, this isn't true. Um, but the reason that Emily seems a little <laughs> nervous today, we actually have a guest star with us. Yeah. David. Hey, Ooh, Say hello. Hi, I'm David. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, well, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm good. Emily will get there. Um, so we're actually going to be talking about video games. So David is a big video game streamer. He's on Instagram. You can check him out, Ghost of Mozart. He's got uh, does a lot of Pokemon Go and all sorts of games. Um, but David, you can introduce yourself better than I probably can. So why don't you tell us a little about a little bit about yourself? I mean, that's that's pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> no, I I like to stream. I like to just do content creation in general. And then a big passion of mine with that is gaming. So. I like to write reviews. I like to obviously play games. I like to stream games, um, and then do. I actually kind of want to get into like vlogging and travel vlogging, which is why I started doing Pokemon Go stuff. Because oh, I was like, how can I sense. actually like game on the go and still film like nature and do hiking and stuff? So and that's what I'm like starting to do. Would you watch that if he did that? Yes. Oh, it's Are you like just... reality TV, <laughs> isn't it? Throwback to our last episode. <laughs> She's not gonna let me live that down ever. But yeah, that I I could see the appeal of Pokemon Go in that regard. Yeah, I I don't know. I watched people that were like hiking and doing like all these cool like nature shots and stuff. And right when I would start getting bored, they would start talking about the game. So I was like, oh, it's a really good balance for someone like me too. But yeah, cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, highly recommend you guys check out Ghost of Mozart. So where can they find you, David? Just real quick. Oh yeah. So on Twitch, I'm Ghost of Mozart official because I tried to get Ghost of Mozart and it was taken. So I was really oh, passive dang. aggressive, like I was really angry. <laughs> so I just slapped official on there. Um, Instagram, I'm Ghost of Mozart, and then Twitter, I think you can do the handle just Ghost of underscore Mozart, and that should work. Awesome. Those are my three mains. Well, we kind of um, left the intro open to you this time. So what is what's in store for Emily and I? Yeah. So the last time you guys actually had a guest, you did a quiz in their area of expertise. So my area of expertise being gaming, I thought I would also do a quiz and just see how many of you guys get right or wrong. I'll try to keep track somewhere. I didn't think about that till now, <laughs> but I'll try to keep track. Um, I have 15 questions total. We might not get through all of them. That's fine. But I just wanted to make sure that we had enough where technically it's 14 and then a tiebreaker. So we'll see how far <gasps> we get. Ooh, Yes. I don't know about this. I'm nervous again. <laughs> Okay, well, the first one, I hope that you guys... Are we good to start? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Let's go. do Let it. Let the games begin. Yeah. So the first one, I would hope that you guys both get right now that it's been kind of established. But true or false, the PlayStation 2 can play DVDs. True. True. Although I guess you absolutely could Absolutely true. You could give that point to Emily since she knew it yeah, before I did. Yeah, because she didn't believe it before. Yeah, I didn't Ooh. believe her. I know. Okay. Wow. Are those pity points, And <laughs> Do you want um, those pity points? <laughs> I'm taking two. <laughs> okay, so Emily's definitely winning. All right, so number two, and then obviously these are going to go from like, I try to do easier to more difficult for anybody I'm listening. Like, no, so them. if I get this second one wrong, it's not looking yeah, good. Yeah, it's not going to get much easier after that. Okay, so when referring to genres of video games, what does FPS stand for? Oh. A, fixed pixel simulation. B, first per, or fist per second. Uh, C, first-person shooter, or D, flight point simulator? I want Emily to answer first. Uh, I'm going to go C. C. When in doubt, C it out, you know. First-person shooter. Also, I'm pretty confident that that's the answer. Yeah, you're both right. Good. Yes. I'm glad. Not I thought about lie. doing, like, frames per second. I literally, that's, that's, what, that's I literally what I thought first. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I was like, they're editors. Maybe I should just... <laughs> oh, that would have been funny because Emily might have picked that. I mean, but we... Well, I guess in video terms, we would have been wrong, but we wouldn't yeah. have been wrong in a way, but... Okay, good. Well, I think you... Well, no, you're not tied because Emily actually... Yeah, it. she's still up. <laughs> okay. She got her pity point. Moving on to number three. So in the iconic series Legend of Zelda, a relic of most importance is the Triforce. This is made up of three parts, power, wisdom, and the last one being... <laughs> oh, no. You don't look like you know it. 
I definitely don't know it. So, I only ever played a little bit of Twilight Princess. So Triforce has three parts, power, wisdom, and then this one is either A, courage, B, love, C, honor, or D, magic. What were the first two again? <laughs> you asked that so official like you're on a talk show. Okay, uh, A, courage, and B, love. Those are the first two. Courage and love? Yep, and then C, honor, or D, magic. I think courage. I think it's I, honor. I think it's courage. Are those your final answers? Yeah. Yes, my okay. final answer. Anne was right. Dang it's it. courage. Yes. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, Anne, you're yes. back on Wait, it. Yeah, did that change the leaderboard or are we tied, tied now? now? No, you're tied okay. now. Yeah, okay. You're good. Okay, number four. Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch are arguably most popular consoles of this current gaming generation. What button exists on each of the controllers? Oh, that's a good question. And I'm not going to list A, B, C, and D because it gets really confusing because they're like letters. Yeah. Uh-huh. So here are your options. B, square, A, or X. Which one of those is on every X. single controller? Yeah, I think X. You guys go both going with that? Yeah. Wow, you're both right. Yay! Well I was going to say start if you didn't give us <clears throat> options. Oh, that that's right? a really good, yeah. Uh, Dang. Uh, Actually, no, the PS4 controller has option button oh, really? now. It's not even a start button oh, anymore. What? Yeah, you would have been wrong. Me. PlayStation, why? I know, I know. Okay. Number five, a fan favorite crossover of Disney franchises and Final Fantasy known as Kingdom Hearts. Have you guys played Kingdom Hearts? No, no I've heard of it, means. but... No. Okay, well, a fan favorite crossover Disney franchise in Final Fantasy, known as Kingdom Hearts, features main protagonist Sora accompanied by all sorts of characters from the Disney roster. What main Disney characters stick by his side throughout the entire series? Tinkerbell. Hold on, there's two. <laughs> That's wrong. Do you want that to be? <laughs> so there's two of them, and your choices are Mickey and Minnie, what? Donald and Goofy, Chip and Dale, or Anna and Elsa. Or is it Anna and Elsa? It's Anna. Sorry. I don't... <laughs> There's no Kingdom, so Kingdom Hearts is way too old for it to be Anna and Elsa. Wait, what? Her name is Sora? I'm going to say... His name is Sora. Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to say Chip and Dale. I'm going to say Minnie and Mickey. You're both wrong. No! <laughs> it's Donald and Goofy. Uh, really? That would yeah. have been my second Donald guess. Duck and... Yeah. Huh. I didn't even know they were Disney. What? Wait, no, I didn't know that. Oh, my... I did. I did. I had to think about it for a it's second. It's like the I'm classic sorry. characters. Well, actually, no. I argue that Mickey is the classic Disney character, but that's okay. I didn't. See are you? But Donald <laughs> and Goofy are like they've been there best since the friends, beginning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they were like on a different. They were like they were they no, were different Anne, than no. the Mickey cartoon. You're wrong. Yeah, you're just see, wrong. See, I told you everyone agrees with me. <laughs> I gotta say, when I started listening to this podcast, I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna side with Anne on everything. Anne is just like Anne. oblivious. Oh, David, don't <laughs> Okay, we'll move on. Number six, <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto is a series that always stirred up controversy in the eye of the public for its mature themes, realistic violence, and debatable encouragement to participate in illegal activities. 2004's GTA San Andreas was banned in Australia and restricted to an adults-only rating in the U.S. upon news of an inappropriate minigame involving intimate lovemaking and nudity. That was the most polite I could put it. <laughs> <clears throat> this mini game was accessed via mod. What was the mod's name? What Your the choices. heck is a mod? So that's oh. like when people like hack a game and like change the way it works. Oh. And then you, other people can like, I don't so know. So like you play The Witcher, or... you can like make a mod where you're like Shrek instead of Gerald. Oh. Geralt. Or Gerald. I don't Geralt. play The Witcher. I love Spoiler Geralt. Alert. We're going to have to alert. talk about that in, once we get through this intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So anyway, that mod's name was a hot coffee. B, Steamy Daydream, C, Cupid's Playground, or D, Marvin Gaye Mod? B. D. You're both wrong. It was A, Hot Coffee. A, Coffee. Yeah. So you get to your girlfriend's house or whoever it is, and she offers you in for a drink of hot coffee. Oh, I see. And then the minigame commences. Yeah. Oh, this is disappointing. We're I'm so sorry. disappointed. Wait, okay, so what's what's the score? Are we still tied? You're still tied. Okay, I think we should go until we're not tied. We need to determine a winner. So okay. It could be it's this next on, question. Anne. It's all. Oh, this is a good one. Number seven, the retro classic game known as Pac-Man allows you to eat fruits and other items for additional points besides pellets and ghosts. 
So which of the following has the highest point value? A, cherry, B, apple, C, orange, or D, strawberry? I think um, strawberry. It's wrong. I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> I think orange. You're both wrong. No. Oh, wait. Can I, can I take a second? Nope, 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 nope. It's... Wait, what were the other options? <laughs> it's B, apple. I oh, can't. Dang, I was, oh, oh. I was, I was thinking that because an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I was know? I was torn between apple and orange. I knew it wasn't cherry or strawberry. I thought it was I... strawberry because I feel like strawberries are more rare. What? <laughs> did you know that strawberries are the only fruit that grows seeds from the outside? I did. See, they're rare. It's true. They're unique. Aside with Emily. <laughs> oh, no. Don't, no, don't okay. do this to me. Here, I'm, I'll skip a bunch of them. So hopefully you get this one. The original Wii Sports. Did you guys play Wii yeah, Sports? Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. So the original Wii Sports did not include which of the following sports as an option. <gasps> did not include. Okay. So your options are bowling, baseball, soccer, or boxing. Boxing. Soccer. And wins. <gasps> yes. I could have sworn I was kicking soccer balls. <laughs> no. I have never played soccer on a Wii thing. That's what made me say it. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm true gamer. So the true gamer wins. Well done. And wins. Yay. Congratulations. There. I'll let you win this. <laughs> You'll, hey, hey, you were given a pity point. You weren't even in the Shut running. Up, <laughs> well, yeah, if you guys couldn't tell, we're talking about games this episode, and uh, which, Emily, I know that's your favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. I have a very important question. Should okay. I save it for now or later? Uh, you said you have it. Go for it. All right. My question is, see, my dilemma with video games is it just makes my eyes tired and I don't know how people can play for so long. And I'm just like, after I start playing for like five minutes, I'm like, my eyes are tired. I need to stop. Yeah. Anne told me about this and I don't get it because you're an editor. Don't yeah, you stare I don't, at a screen I don't all day? get it either, but it's, <laughs> it's how it works. So when you say your eyes get tired, do they actually get like... They get like dry and like... Do they hurt though? Like, do they feel like they're strained? Yeah, they do. So, have you ever tried like blue light blocking glasses? No. Do you know I mean, about I them? have them at the office when I edit, but I don't have them at home when I play. Video you games. gotta wear them when you play games. That's totally why. That's like a hundred percent. That was gonna be my number one suggestion for you. Dang. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll try that. I don't have many other suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> I do you have like. Need your eyes. Like my wife can't play a video game for longer than like three minutes because she gets stressed out and her eyes hurt but i don't know why like that's not a problem for me so i don't know what to tell you i would just wear those glasses and try it out i know let you down do you think oh. it makes a difference on a computer screen versus a tv screen yeah computer monitors are 100 times better for gaming right but like, i mean like for emily's problem like would it do you think if it was on a tv that would help no oh <laughs> maybe you just get tired as you play the game i don't know I don't know. I think it's probably the game. Because like what? Yeah. What game do you play when this well, happens? I don't know. Any game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I can't help that. I guess it was more. I guess it was fun when we were playing The Witcher because I don't know. I wasn't really caring about what I was doing. But sometimes when I like, like when I played Spyro and I had to like go down that ramp really fast and then fly to another spot and I was like focusing so much on it and i'm not very good at playing video games either like the two things i can't the what two are those sticks analog sticks yeah those yeah. things <laughs> it's really hard to move them both at the same time yeah so I'll like sure move to the left but then i'm like looking down so then i have to like look up but then i also have to like move back it's just it's just hard so know? when is there when it's like there's a lot of demand and it's disorienting that's when you have issues yeah, and also just any time that I start to play. <laughs> See, I feel is... like you just have to play more and get used to it. I honestly think that's the answer. Ugh. Well, and yeah. I feel like, and this is where we need David's help, we need to find a game that you would actually enjoy playing and investing time into. I really love playing Zoo Tycoon, but on the computer, not yes. TV. Yes, so there's a new game that came out two months ago called Zoo Planet. And it's like the greatest thing that I've ever played. And it's a lot like Zoo Tycoon. Really realistic graphics. It's only on PC. It doesn't take a lot of demand. It's going to have to check it out. Yeah. I thought about bringing it and everything, but it would honestly take like an hour just to get into it. Oh, yeah. So don't do that. Okay. But I think, yeah, you should try it. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Can you just get it on like Steam? You can get it on Steam. It's kind of oh, expensive right now. Oh, I have right that. Now. Yeah. 
for wow. some reason. Every time I turn on my computer, it pops up, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's for games. <laughs> well, I had a question as well. I want to know, David, what like what got you into gaming? Like, What is it about oh. gaming that, that you love? So I made a video about this, actually. You did? On my YouTube channel. I'll plug it. Yeah, right now, absolutely. so it's there. Um, but instead of like playing it, obviously, right now, um, the main thing was like I was really bored all the time as a kid, and nothing like would stimulate my senses. Like I wasn't like super smart, and I felt like I was never like challenged, but not academically or anything. Just like hand-eye coordination and stuff like that. Like I was mm. bored all the time. So then I remember going over to my friend's house to hang out and he was like, oh, come inside. Like I have a game and I kind of like had heard about video games, but I didn't really know what they fully were. (laughs) So he was playing a game called Tekken, which is like a fighting game. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever that you could like press buttons and then on the screen, these two guys would like punch each other. (laughs) And then like you could just keep doing that. And I'm like, you can control them. So I actually went home and it was around Christmas time and I wrote a letter to santa claus this is adorable (laughs) i did and i was like i really want and i thought really hard about it like thinking back i don't know how i thought all these details as a kid but i was like i really want a game that i can take around with me because i want to play it all the time i was like so if there's i didn't know if there was anything like that back then because i was just a kid but i was like if there's any way that i can get a game that i can bring with me i would be like forever grateful so my parents got me a game boy for christmas you mean santa got you yeah santa <laughs> got me a Game Boy for Christmas, and then I carried that thing around and like, I don't know. I must have killed the batteries like it was nothing, because I was pretty much addicted after that. So once they saw I really liked it, they got me another Game Boy that was like Game Boy Color, because they never used to be in color. I had Game Boy Advance, so yeah, that was after yeah. Game Boy Color. Those yeah. were awesome. I and didn't have any. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't even have a Tamagotchi. <gasps> Those were the best. Mine ran away from home, and I got really sad about it because I, I felt like a bad parent. I once babysat my friends, and I was like, oh, I really want one of my own. Well, you never, never got, got one? one. Did you ever do, like, Neopets? I was a Neopet no. person. I actually never I had, had Webkins. No, that's weird. <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what that is. There's stuffed animals, and then you get a code, and then you go to the website. What? It's awesome. And then you went to the <laughs> website. You still have it? I mean, I have one of them, oh, my okay. raccoon that I named Aiden after one of the John and Kate plus eight kids. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Speaking of reality TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, I'll stop talking about Webkins. <laughs> I've no, never even heard of them. I mean, I guess so that's how I got into games. Okay. And then like, I don't know, I'll just play with my older brother and stuff like that. And then, yeah, it just kind of went from there. My parents just kept buying me games and systems because they saw that it was the only thing i wanted to do <laughs> and they were like desperate for me to like always be active and doing something so they're like well if you're gonna play games with your friends that works yeah so yeah yeah and it's kind of weird like when i think back as a kid like i learned from my older brothers for sure and the first game i probably ever played was definitely on the super nintendo mario yeah uh, mario world i think is what it was super mario world yeah super mario world I yeah mean, there was multiple yeah oh and uh and then i got what really got me into gaming though was definitely Morrowind, and I think I'm—I might have said this on this podcast before. I don't know, but it's um, an elder—it's well, the third Elder Scrolls game. Elder Scrolls are my favorite, um, but it's just so interesting to even think about. Like, I mean, gaming has been around for what, like 30, 40 years. I don't know, man. It's been a while. Yeah, like 70s, since the first 60s. Pawn or whatever it was, but in that Can short you say of that again? time, what did you even say? Pawn, ping, like the, or pong. the ping pong. No, there's a game called Pong with like two white paddles and like yes. this little square that you yes. hit back and forth. Yes, that one. It was in the oh, 70s. What? Pong. I don't yeah. even know. Pong. Pong. I thought you were saying like Dawn, but like. No, she said Pong. Like a P O N G. Okay, everyone. Okay, I think we've established I can't say my NGs. <laughs> oh, we're anyway, working on it. I'm, but... <laughs> I'm going through speech therapy with Anne. <laughs> Clearly, it's working well. <laughs> Um, but anyway, every, but like in that short of time span, even like, you know, 30, 40 years to think of Pong. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah, that was good. Thank you. To think of that game to where games are now, it's just like, it blows my mind in such a short time span. Like even the graphics alone, like forget gameplay, like just graphics. And, and then if you incorporate gameplay like that, just it blows my mind. Yeah. Like two years ago, I brought my gaming systems over to my parents' house for like two days or something i don't even remember i think my sister was coming home we wanted to play something 
Anyway, I was playing Madden, which is football, mm. and I was playing as the Packers, and my dad came downstairs, and he was watching it for a little bit, and it was like a solid, like, <laughs> a minute and a half goes by, and he's like, is this a game? <laughs> he was like, I thought you were watching a Packers rerun, and I was like, no. And he was like, like, my, oh my dad God. does not care about video games at all, but that was like his first, like, in awe of like, wow, wow. games are really advanced That's now. So yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. But, like, the more interesting thing to me is, like, the evolution of games. You also see, like, the evolution of, like, business and gaming businesses. So, like, back when, like, arcades were big before home consoles, before people actually had games in their own house, they Mm -hmm. specifically designed games to be really, really hard. That's why if you play the older games, you'll die, like, constantly. But they did that so that you would constantly be chucking quarters in the machine, and then they would make more money. So they were designed to be hard. People knew that, and they kind of had a sense of pride when you would get high scores, stuff like that. Right. So then they transferred into a home console, and people were like, that's never going to work. And then, like, people were like, yeah, it it is going to work, and now we can play all the time. And then you would see, like, the evolution of game design kind of change, and you would see it, like, get easier and easier because difficulty was no longer the attraction then it got too easy, and now they started making it more difficult again. And so that was kind of, like, attractive to people. And then we fast forward all the way now where, like, microtransactions and buying things online, like, that's kind of how games are making their money. Like, now they have, like, Fortnite, which is a free game. You can download it for free and play whatever you want, but they make their money from, like, all the add-ons and stuff like that. Oh. So now more gaming companies aren't even, like, charging for their games. They're making that's free crazy. games. Because that way they get their publicity out, and everybody's like, yeah, this game's crazy. It's free. Right. Go play it. Right. And then they're like, oh, I want a bunch of costumes. I want weapons. I want all this extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And they'll spend, like, in two years, they'll spend, like, 150 bucks on this game where they would have just spent 60 the first day it came out and probably right. forgot about it. So it's cool to me just to see, like, businesses change as yeah. games change. Well, and I haven't even thought about it that way. Yeah, like, to think of the old arcade games. Like, I, there's a documentary. Um, I'm going to pull an Emily right now, and I don't, I don't know if I know. I think it's, like, I don't know if I know the name. <laughs> I, I did this earlier today. I said that. Yeah, I think it was, like, King of Khan. K-O-N-G. Why every time? Why are all these NGs popping up in my mind? I was going to let that one go, and then I <laughs> lost it. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. King, King of Kong? Kong? Is that what you said? King of Kong? Yeah, something All right. like that. I think that's what it's called. But it's about a guy who, who has an old arcade version of Donkey Kong. Okay. <laughs> I was going to let that know, one go, too. We know what you're saying. <laughs> and uh, he has an old version of that game. And now that you all know what I'm talking about, and uh, and he tried to like beat the guy who hold the re- who held the record. Yeah. And it was like Billy. Again, I'm pulling another Emily. I don't remember the guy's name, but but he was he held this record for years yeah. and years, and this guy was just determined to beat him. And they made a documentary. And it's really interesting, but it kind of talks about yeah the the evolution of arcade to to how we play games now. It's just kind of it's really fascinating. Yeah. Um. But. Or even just, like, I still remember playing uh, Halo with my friends, like, all, you know, and we had, we would set up, like, two rooms <laughs> so that we could, like, play yeah. teams against each other, but it was all, like, landline, and it was all, like, in homes, but now it's just everything's online, and it's kind of crazy. Well, I like to play Just Dance with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite song, though, to dance uh, to? TikTok. Oh, oh, like from Kesha? Or, or like Toxic that? from Britney Spears. <laughs> I can still remember part of it. Okay, Just Dance is actually low-key kind of fun, though. <laughs> like, it I is. like Just Dance. <laughs> so I relate um, to that. But the thing that fascinates me probably the most is how do they make it so, like, you can make a decision, and based on that decision, they change how they're... How, how the does game that goes? work? That's all That's in game crazy. design. Well, I relate it to, like... Did you guys ever read the Choose Your Own Adventure books when you were kids? No. Dang it. Every time I say that, either people's <laughs> eyes glaze over or they, like, get really excited. There are these books that you'd read and you're, like, you know, you're just reading along. Like, it's a normal story and it's, like, usually a group of kids that are doing something stupid. And they go into a museum that's abandoned. And then it's, like, do you go upstairs or do you want the group to go upstairs or downstairs? And depending on what you choose, it would say, like, turn to page 76. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the story would play out differently. So that's what it reminds me of a little bit. But, I mean, I don't know. It's all in game code and game design. I don't know how they do it necessarily. The only thing I can relate it to, like, especially at my job right now, I've done a lot of research on chatbots. So, like, when you sign up, you know, you get on a website and you're like, how can I help you? And it's an automated thing. That's, like, all. Like, I've had to design a chatbot for Mm -hmm. us, basically. And so you get to see, like, all the pre-made different routes that people will take and stuff. 
How or if anybody's listening, there's a thing called RPG Maker. It's like $70. It's so worth it. You can actually make your own RPG with like pre-made assets and stuff. And it's all like just drag and drop. And oh, you can like, I am in. So you son. can like do. Okay. This is actually kind of a cute story. <laughs> I'm not trying to get sidetracked, but this is really <laughs> yeah, cool. I know. So for last year, I think it was Taylor and I's. And Taylor's your wife for listeners who yes, don't know. Yes. <laughs> for our wedding anniversary, I spent two months designing an RPG game with RPG Maker. Oh. And I designed every level to be like uh, memorable moments from our relationship, like where I first asked her out, where we had our first date. Like I designed the levels that way. And she could go up and talk to people like in game and they would say things that like actually happened that day, mm-hmm. you know? Gosh. And then the final level was me proposing to her where I proposed. Oh, and then like I had like the cute. whole, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Did she like it? She thought it was okay. <laughs> She like hates video games, so she was like, "Oh, thanks." And I was like, "Yeah, I spent two months on that. No problem. No big deal. Never doing that again." Yeah, it was a little oh, underwhelming, but like, oh. I saved it because I thought it was cool. Yeah. Anyway, oh, that, I think that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. adorable. I would. I but I am one hundred percent. My favorite type of game is RPG by mm-hmm. far. I love RPG, everything about it. So like Elder Scrolls, Witcher, even like Mass Effect. Mass. Oh, Emily, you, I have to tell you, Mass Effect. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are gonna hate every ounce of this game. Yes, it's because everything and likes and everything Emily hates because it involves space. Yes, yes the no! whole thing is in space. The entire <laughs> thing is in space. The whole thing is about you're you're in. There's like different alien races. Nope. And you get to travel the world, and you're in a spaceship. Nope. But you can romance different species together. (laughs) See, there's your drama for you. It does get drama filled. Yeah. Did you ever play it, or you just know? No, I just watch people. Like I watch a lot of streamers and stuff. So, see, I don't have time for RPGs, and I'm not good at it. Nobody got time for that. This is untrue. They are the. They're so fun. People like they talk about open world games, which for those who don't know, it's where you can literally go anywhere and do the story at your own pace in whatever order you want. Basically, sometimes there's main missions. Anyway, when I do open world games, I just get overwhelmed because the whole time I'm just thinking I'm not doing the right thing. Or there's something better that I should be doing. Or why am I talking to this dude on the side of the cliff looking for his daughter when, like, the whole town is, like, burning down and that's what I should be doing? Like, I get so frustrated. But, see, I just love it because it's really you're creating – you're able to insert yourself into the game, I think, so much easier because you're – you're able to like determine your own story in a way like you can choose not to do something or a lot of times they'll give you different options and you can like like in mass effect you can choose the renegade or you can choose the paragon and the renegade is like you do all the bad things and you kind of become <laughs> a guy. different language <laughs> <laughs> or if you become the paragon that's like the good guy and you do all the good things and you're like the and you can kind of so you can choose and then what's fun about that is you can then go back and play it again and that's choose true the other option that is the best part yes. so is oregon trail a role playing game no but oregon trail is like the goat that's one of the greatest games of all time wow that's all i know from oregon trail oh i just know that sound i don't remember that sound oh why are we not surprised is that (laughs) is that when you die or something yeah it's like oh you got uh oh um, you got smallpox yeah smallpox got bit by a rattlesnake It's like, ah, oh, sad day. That's basically <laughs> what it means in oh. today's terminology. <laughs> so, David, I want to know, what is, like, your favorite game? I know it's a hard question, but I really do want to know. Yeah, that's, like, an impossible question. I don't have a favorite. If I had to, like, be, like, gun to my head, like, say it now, that kind of situation, <laughs> yeah. I guess I would say The Last of Us because really? I've never seen, like, a game that... That's an RPG. Mm. Well, in a way. What the story is like really linear. That's the thing about it. That's why yeah, I like about it. It's not an open it. world RPG, but you're still role playing. Like you're playing out. Yeah, God of a War story. is the same genre. They actually just gave it a name, and now more companies are starting to make games like that. What is it called? Like a linear open world or a limited open world is something oh, like that. Okay. That's by far my favorite genre. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the thing I like about it is like everything, every aspect of the game is done to its like fullest sophisticated level. What I mean by that is, and this kind of relates back to what we were originally talking about, just how video games have evolved, but they're no longer just games and things for like people to do for fun. They're like kind of an art form now. 
Like now there's gaming awards that give awards like best voice acting, best narrative direction, best art design, things like that. So they have like their own awards coming and more and more companies are taking games really seriously because of that. So The Last of Us is a perfect example of that. It was one of like, in my opinion, one of the first games done to like that level of quality. Or standard. Yeah, yeah that's standard. Yeah, it kind of set the standard. Like there was games done where people were kind of amazed before that. The Last of Us was like the first one where people are like, oh, people do like these kind of games. Because it came out in a time where all the developers were only making like really shallow single player experiences. And then everything was about getting online, playing multiplayer. That's where the money's made. That's all gamers care about now. And then Naughty Dog, which is the name of the company. <laughs> it sounds weird if you've never heard of them. I, I do have to say real fast, I feel like all video game companies are weird names. They are. But <laughs> like, they also made like Crash Valve. Bandicoot, Valve. <laughs> Yeah. That, oh man, that was a trip down memory lane. Real, real quick one. But I want you to finish your thought about Last of Us. Yeah. So Naughty Dog did this, and then it became like an industry standard because it made such good money, and it got so many different awards, and it got all this praise that other companies were like, "Oh, people do still care about single player stories that are single player games that have like a story and that like care about dynamics and voice acting and all this different stuff." So when you play it, it's like the voice acting is phenomenal. The plot is really, really good. There's a lot of emotion in it. I know. Like, I'm scared to play it because I just hear it's sad. I cried the first five minutes that I played it. <laughs> I've beaten it five times, and I've never played it without crying. Oh, wow. What is this game about? Um, basically, like, a post-apocalyptic kind of setting. Like, it's kind of like the end of the world. You're trying to find a cure. You're, like, one of the few left. But, like, you... I don't want to give spoilers. I don't know. Like you, you <laughs> be okay. friend. We, we've already established that this is a spoiler kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so like the main protagonist, major spoiler, the very beginning of the game, like one of these like zombie or type infected people come and you're trying to like get away from it all basically because the whole city is getting evacuated. You don't know what's going on, but your daughter, you're carrying her in your arms and she dies in your arms, which is like the saddest part. By far. And then later you befriend like this little girl who like... Stop. Oh, no. She's not little, but okay. she's like... You know Ellen Page? Yes. I think it's modeled after her. Yeah. If I'm thinking of the right person. I don't even know now. But she's like super grizzled and like tough and all this stuff. So you kind of befriend her and the story is just about you trying to make it with her and oh, have a cure. That sounds so sad. Oh. It's really good. That's why I've never been able to play it. I think I would just ball my eyes out. I also... In fairness, I'm not a huge fan of like zombie post-apocalyptic apocalyptic games because they scare me. It's a freaky <laughs> like, game. Like I, for the longest time, I've really wanted to get into Fallout, like Fallout Three and Fallout Four because I've only heard good things, and it's Bethesda who also do Elder Scrolls, and I feel like it's my <laughs> kind of thing. Emily's face is priceless. I wish our listeners could see because she's literally just like I literally have no idea. What you just try to survive about. like a nuclear wasteland. That's yeah. what Fallout is. Yeah. But it's Every scary. Game. It's dark and it's grungy. Grungy. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah, grungy. Grungy. Is a word. Um, And it's like things will just jump out of the shadows at you and you're just like, <laughs> I just get so scared. Oh, so it's like um, uh, the witcher when the werewolf or whatever. Yeah, when the there. wolves came at you and the werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Scary. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> yeah, I don't do spoopy games at all. Like they freak me out. Yeah. I'm too, just... They're too real. Yeah. Like, uh, I still remember in college, uh, Slenderman, when that oh, came yeah. out, my yeah. friends, because it was, again, it was like a free thing you could just get online, and my friends made me play it, and I'm just like, it was so scary. <laughs> but it, video games really make it real. It's kind of an interesting psychology. Yeah. Uh, just like how different, like how real it can make it. So, interesting stuff. So you don't, wait, David, so you haven't played Elder Scrolls? Skyrim? <laughs> I have played portions of it. I have never really owned any of the games, so I've never given them a fair chance. Now, the funny thing is, I say that, and I actually own Elder Scrolls V, like Skyrim. Yeah. And it's installed on my PC, and, and I've never not... launched it. I've never once launched it. And you paid for it? And you yeah, it was like five it? bucks. Oh. The thing goes on sale every year because oh. it's such a classic. Well, that's because they're waiting. <laughs> we're waiting for Elder Scrolls Six. Did you I see the reveal this... of Elder Scrolls Six when it happened originally? It's like the biggest meme in the gaming industry because it was literally just like this pan out a bunch, like a bunch of mountains and stuff and nobody knew what it was. And then all of a sudden they just revealed text that said Elder Scrolls 6. And that was it. Yeah, no, and they, I was going to say. That was the entire reveal and people freaked out. Well, yeah, because we've been waiting for how long and also they haven't even revealed where it's at. 
Emily's still just like, I don't even know how to interject here. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till it comes out too. Yeah, I know, because I'm going to tell you about it. And you're going to have to, you're going to have to bear with me on it. I, this is just the facts. So this is a computer game or a video, or a, what is the difference? Do you call video games only on no. the TV? No, video games are on computers too. So oh. it's just like another console. So like Xbox, PlayStation, computer. It's just another. Ah, yeah. see, I always called it computer games. Yeah. Dang, my whole life is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what I want to? Did we talk about what game we think Emily would like? Did we talk about that? No, David. But I have suggestions. I'm so excited. I want to hear about it. So clearly, I don't know you like super well yet, but. And listen to the podcast and stuff yeah. like that. So one of the things that you guys did, which I kind of like low-key hate you for, and I low-key love you for, love versus <gasps> hate. See? So yeah, perfect. I'm so excited. Like no, well, but early on, you guys uh-huh. recommended a podcast called Crime Junkies, yes. which is really big. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we still I, recommend. We I love. probably listened to like seven episodes today. <laughs> yeah. It's like super addicting. And like when you first started talking about it, Anne was like, yeah, I've been listening to it, but I get paranoid because like... You know, you hear about like all these murders and everything. And I always think people are behind me. I'm getting scared. And I was like, you're a wimp. It's just stories about. And then I was walking, playing Pokemon Go with headphones, listening to Crime Junkies. And like every two seconds, I look over my shoulder. Like it felt like somebody was behind me. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I know. I have to take breaks from that podcast because, yeah, I just get paranoid. I'm glad you reciprocate. I'm not the only one out there. So with that being said, I don't know. Like, are you into normally like true crime shows or like murder documentaries yes. on netflix and stuff yes. like that yeah okay i just watched theory. one yesterday and i was telling Anne about it today i was like oh, i was watching this documentary Which i one? don't remember what it's called <laughs> no <laughs> i think it's called uh no the devil can... next door oh Ivan i've the seen Terrible it or yeah. okay there you go. i haven't finished it. it yet but i've seen it Ugh. yep so taylor and i watch those like all the time because taylor really likes it but anyway This game that I'm going to tell you about, so this is like the whole reason I started my YouTube channel, was to give exposure to like lesser known games, because I really like indie games and like weird games that people don't care about, that just kind of flop. So like, even though I'm not famous, I like to think (laughs) that I'm helping somehow by at least making like reviews and stuff like that, right? So anyway, this is one of those games that's small and weird. So you start the game and like the screen, you have your controller in your hand and everything, but like the screen is simulated like an actual computer screen, okay? Okay. So you're like controlling like you're just sitting at a computer and you find out like it's this FBI type computer and the whole point is to try to piece together this case from like years ago. So the way that you do that is you scroll through their database and it's all just clips of like interrogation rooms and like a boardroom and they're all interviewing like this one woman, okay? So you don't know anything, but you like watch one clip and you find out eventually that like her husband was murdered, right? So you're like, oh, that's interesting. But your only way of finding clips is to search with like keywords. So you'll search things like murder, blood, weapon, suspect. (laughs) And then like when you run out of those that are like obvious, you'll pick up on names in all the different videos and clips. And these like videos and clips are with a real life actress too. They're not like some computer generated. So you'll pick them on names like Simon or, I don't know, Anna. I don't want to, like, spoil anything. Yeah. So then you start searching those terms, and you just start to piece together this crazy story with, like, a plot twist. I don't want to give it away. But I found out the creators for that game made another game called Telling Lies, which is supposed to be the same thing with a higher budget and way more actors. So that's a game I'm playing next. I feel like you would love that game. That actually sounds really fun. Because it's all real-life footage, too. It's basically like watching a movie, but you have to, like, piece together the scenes and you don't have to like move fast no not Yay. at all it was so the first how- game i had to have a note of like a, a, a notepad notebook. next to me and like ah. write down like details because i would forget stuff and like that's how i pieced together the whole and oh. i was mind blown by the end of it i still have to do a review so yeah that that's sounds really review. interesting yeah definitely get a like notebook it. emily though you you'll need it <laughs> <laughs> yeah because my memory won't help me <laughs> The other other one was like Zoo Planet, which I think. Oh, we kind of yeah, we covered that yeah. one. Yep. I had kind of thought I love the game Journey, oh. and I thought Emily might like that one potentially. For any listener who doesn't know, and Emily, <laughs> Journey. <laughs> uh, what what console did that come out? PS4. On? PS4. It's Thank exclusive you, to PS4. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. I thought yeah. I thought it was an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's a really simple game, mm-hmm. and it's really beautiful, and there's not really like. I, I mean, you, you go through stages or levels. I don't really know what you call them, but areas, different areas. But there's not like, you don't have a monster to fight. You don't have 
really a goal. You're just kind of like wandering and it's just a beautiful game. And you like, it's really like the movement of the character is also really beautiful. And it's like, you see these like, you like you have a scarf, like your little character has a scarf and it like waves really, it it sounds silly, but it's just like your movement is really like just smooth and it's a beautiful game. It's like really pretty art design. And it's basically just about exploring this world and looking at all the pretty stuff. Yeah. But they incorporate like a kind of a story in it. There's no dialogue, no voice. So here's an interesting thing about Journey, because that was going to be one of my choices for my favorite game. Like it's up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing that I didn't know, though. When I started playing it, halfway through my very first time, this random other little player showed up on my screen. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, it's a little (laughs) computer. And I'm like, am I that bad at this game where, like, the game was like, you need help? You need help? And, like, they sent someone in, you know? I thought that's what happened. So I was, like, playing along, and, like, I would be dragging along, and I would kind of explore on my own. Like, they would go where you're supposed to go, and then they would just wait for me. And I would be, like, exploring. I'm like, whatever, the computer can wait. So I get to the end of this game. I think it's, like, only – this is another reason why I think you might like it because I like games that are short. I think it's, like, two to three hours. It's really short. And so you get to the end of the game, and you find out – that when you finish the game, you're able to enter into other people's games, and it's the exact same story, nothing changes, but you're actually, it will only put you in other people's games that have never played it before. So then you are actually like their tour guide. So the whole time, this little <laughs> thing that I thought was a computer was a real person, just like, come on, you go this way, you go this way, but like you can't talk in the game. Right. So it was really interesting. I don't oh, that's know. super cool. So did you do that for someone? I haven't yet because I'm not very good at it. I want to play it a couple more times to know where to go and have oh, it memorized because uh-huh. you're supposed to go in like as a tour guide. Okay. And so the whole thing, like it plays perfectly into the story. I watched it. I should have plugged it, but I watched like a review on it. It's probably the best indie reviewer I've ever watched on YouTube. He's like the reason I started my channel, but he did it on Journey and the whole thing was you can't communicate, but if you press like the X button, your little character will like send out this little chime. So you kind of notice that they're yeah. trying to do something. So it's about communicating without, without communi- communicating. Without, without verbal communication anyway. Yeah. So that's why I like it because it was kind of like this full circle where like when I was a kid, bonding with people that played games was about like getting, like you were saying with Halo, you get in the same room, you play on the same TV, same controllers and all that stuff. Now everything's online, which is fine, but you kind of lose that like fellowship. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. But you kind of lose that aspect. And Journey was like, you might only play online, but we're going to take your communication away and like force you to work together in different ways. And so you felt connected to that person, even though you never got to play with them. Yeah. It actually kind of reminds me a little bit of Portal. Did you ever play Portal? Yeah, I love Portal. Portal 2, when you're the little, when you're Atlas and I'm Beep I'm so Peabody. sorry, Emily. I'm like, <laughs> this is the quietest I've ever heard you on this podcast, and I feel like it's my fault. No, I'm just, I'm just absorbing. Yep. It's a yep. lot of information at once. Yep. My well, eyes are getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh, Portal. We should try Portal, actually, Emily. Yes. I think that would be good on you this You should podcast. try Portal 2. It's two players. Yeah. And should it we would do be... like a bonus episode for YouTube? I yes. think so. Ooh. I want to, if you do it, I would actually want to help. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't have, do you have Portal 2? Yeah, I have Portal 2 and I have all the, like I stream. So I can obviously like record the game. We, I have a webcam and mics, <gasps> obviously, so you can record oh, you guys. Oh, man, we are hooked up. Yes. And but you vlog. have to edit it. Oh, that's I, fine. I edit all the time and so oh, do you yeah, guys. No. Some of yeah, you can but... do it. No, that's good. Um, that would be actually super fun, though. It's because it, it's. Uh, I mean, we could even try. I don't know how we would not communicate. We probably still have to communicate. But um, you're these like robots, and you have to solve. They're puzzle games, so there there are things that can kill you, but like you don't really ever die. So I think you would like it. We could at least try a level. Maybe maybe we have to try just one and then see see if you like it. Okay. She's just not there. <laughs> The whole thing is you get like a portal gun, you shoot it at a wall, and it makes a portal. Oh, then is you it shoot... hard to shoot it at the wall? No. I'm not, I don't no. have very good aim either. But here's the thing. It's all about using your brain and like yeah. puzzles, and I'm terrible yeah. at puzzles, but it's so fun. So it's you shoot it at fun. the wall, it makes a portal, you shoot it again at another wall, and that's the other portal. So you can only have one portal at a time. So if I shot it at that wall, and then shot the other portal at that wall, for those who can't see, it's just opposite walls. <laughs> And then, like, I threw, like, I threw, like, a baseball through it. All of a sudden, it would come through that portal and, like, hit me in the head, right? That's kind of how the physics of it work. Uh So the whole thing is about getting through levels just using portals. Yeah. And it's kind of insane. Like, the physics of the game is insane. Because they also, they take into into consideration and factor, like, momentum. Mm -hmm. So there are times where you, like, you have to fall from a really high height. So that when you go through the portal, you already got the momentum to carry you to, like, the next 
like platform or whatever. So like the, it, there's a lot of physics involved. I feel like your eyes are glazing over. <laughs> oh, Sorry. 100%. I think they glazed over like 20 minutes ago. Uh, this is exciting. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. How long does it take you to learn a game? So that's like... Or what, like, which one do you prefer to? Do you prefer computer or Xbox or yeah, whatever so, else there I gonna, is? I was waiting to see how many Emily could name. PlayStation, there you Switch, go. Switch. Ooh. Game Boy, Ooh. Uh, Wii. Okay, that's it. You you all that, that was more than yeah. I thought. That was good. That was, that good. was really good. Yeah. Okay. I do have a preference. Um, back in the day, like when I was like in middle school, so I don't even know like what year that is. That's really I don't even want to talk about it because I feel like if I bring it up, I'm gonna realize how old I am and get sad. But like that's kind of where like when the PS2 came out, GameCube, Xbox, like the originals. That was like they called it the console wars because that was the first time that like these majorly popular consoles, people were actually divided on which ones to buy. Like they couldn't afford all of them, so people are starting to gain loyalties to certain ones. So I kind of come from that generation a lot. Like I was really into gaming when that was in its prime. So I picked PlayStation. So I've always kind of been a PlayStation fanboy. And I love it because back in the day, like when Halo was popular, people would like laugh at PlayStation people and be like, Xbox is the best. And now Xbox is terrible, in my opinion. They just don't have any like good exclusives or anything. Yeah, like they're that's just their, that's their downfall in my opinion as well. I mean, I still a, own an Xbox and use it all the time, but because the thing is, you can play games that are on other consoles, so it's still like a fine system. There's just nothing special about it. Like you might as well get a PlayStation, right? And get like uh, just the exclusive. All games these that they have. great yeah. exclusive games, like yeah. The Last of Us, like Journey, like all the ones yeah. we've been talking about, yeah. like God all of War. PlayStation oh maybe that's why i don't know what those are actually no it's not (laughs) (laughs) but like i don't know to answer your question like yeah i prefer playstation i've really i I play pc games but that's mainly because of like streaming and stuff i really have underestimated how much i was going to enjoy my nintendo switch like i bought one and i was like okay this will be kind of fun i got it for super smash brothers like that's the reason i bought it but i cannot stop playing that thing like it's so you just pick it up and you play and then you put it down when you're done like it's so easy there's no like long load times nothing yeah. like that you can play it on the go you can put it on your tv whatever and it it's is. easy to hook up for with friends like yeah it's, it's like the yeah. best party system i don't own a switch but my brother does and um i played hollow knight yeah and that's like i'm obsessed with that game it's so good it's beautiful it's simple it's just platform based but it's like in a, it's a map you're just exploring a map it's very simple sort of story but it gets complex quickly and like you you do meet kind of interesting characters have you played it david i have i was really bad at it because you have to remember where you went oh to yeah. complete it like you have to like sometimes <laughs> go back a few yeah. like levels or whatever and i can't it's, t- ever it's remember. hard it's a hard game yeah yeah but i played the switch once <gasps> what did you play uh something with the kitchen i don't know was it overcooked <gasps> maybe i, I brought overcooked I mean, we're not going to play it. I don't know. My cousins saying. had it, and I played it. And I was like, how do you lift this plate off of the table? You were, like, in a little <laughs> kitchen, and you were, like, with multiple chefs, right? Yes. And you, that's yes. overcooked. Yes, I played it, and I played it. Did you? That is such no. a fun game. That was going to be one of my suggested games that we play together. So uh, okay. I'm proud. That's good. Maybe when we play Portal, we'll throw that one in the mix. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I mean, to answer the only other question you asked, like, how long does it take me to pick up a game? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> it, it depends on the genre, for sure. Like, I'm not great at first person shooters but they're literally all like move with this stick aim with this one press r2 to shoot that's pretty much all they are so that never takes me long i come with a background of like fighting games so like you know you have one person here one person there life bars at the top and then you knock the other person out that's the whole thing yeah but it's all combos i don't i've never understood combos so it is but like once you play enough of them you kind of realize most games have similar combos Mm. so it doesn't i i would say like a practical answer, if I bought a new fighting game I've never played before, it would probably take me like 20 to 25 minutes to get like three like main combos down with a character and be like, okay, this is my guy. I so. don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Under an hour. There. There's my answer. <laughs> I should have just led with that. <laughs> yeah. Under an hour. So one thing is that you guys do have a YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. So all of the videos you've put there, have you actually had like video or is it like 
audio with like a thumbnail or yeah it's just audio with a thumbnail i mean we have bonus content on our youtube channel so um if you guys can't get enough of us there is some bonus content on there um there's i think we oh no and we also have some bonus content too kind of on our instagram like we put together a little instagram story with some extra stuff and extra pictures and stuff our highlight reel yeah our 2019 it's highlights you can see (laughs) me i I filmed a little bit of emily playing the witcher it's pretty funny uh definitely yeah you should check it out on instagram Yes. Well, <laughs> good. The only reason I ask is because I do actually, like, I really want to do that one day. Like, have you guys play games and then I'll yeah. record it and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah, I got a whole slew of suggestions that I brought along. Ooh, so I think I'm Portal excited. 2 would be a really good idea. Yes. I want to see you play, like, Zoo Planet or Her Story or whatever. Yes. So. I think um, we're down. down. <laughs> yeah. Love versus well, hate is down. Well, good. Emily. We are down. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Yeah, let's do it. Um, well, David, thank you so much for coming on this episode. We really appreciate it, and we were happy to have you, and I highly recommend to all of our listeners, check out David, um, Ghost of Mozart on Instagram, Twitter, and definitely check out his YouTube and see some of his awesome um, vlogs and all that fun stuff. Yeah, so. thanks for having me. This was a blast. I hope I didn't, like, rant too much. That's my biggest <laughs> weakness. Well, we brought you on as a video game expert, so we kind of yeah, were well, asking you to do that, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, I mean, Instagram, Twitter, I probably neglect. It's funny when I talk to you guys about social media and stuff, you always talk about Instagram. I'm like the opposite. Like Twitter is my number one. <laughs> okay. So follow me at ghost of underscore Mozart. That's probably where all my updates are. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and if you want to find Emily and I, Love vs. Hate, obviously you guys know you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and you can also email us love versus hate podcast at gmail.com um, but we always end every episode as you probably well know david as a listener uh we like to end with a life lesson yeah so, uh we'll start with emily since you've been a little quiet emily what is your life lesson i feel like you were able to absorb so much what did, what did you absorb um <laughs> <laughs> my life lesson is to wear blue light reflecting glasses yeah that's a good one i'm gonna try it We'll see. Save your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. What's yours, Anne? I think my life lesson has to be that you should get over your fear of of failing at The Last of Us or being scared of it or sad, and I should just play it because I've heard so many people say I need to play it and experience it, and I'm yeah. scared. And you're missing out. You I will know. get scared, but it's worth it. See, that, that's, yeah. So I just, you got to just tell yourself in those moments it's worth it. You gotta, you gotta just go for it. You, you don't know what you're gonna experience on the other side. So get over your fears. Wow. Yeah, deep. Wow. Hashtag that deep. was deep. It's impressive. And David, what is your life lesson? Yeah, uh, I've been thinking about it. So <laughs> I, I, it's been hard to think about. But no, I think my number one thing that we talked about, like near the beginning, just like how games are changing and businesses are changing. You never know what things are gonna be like in ten years from now. So instead of trying to figure it out, just do the best you can in this moment. Wow, that was really deep too. So mm. now I feel like <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I mean our life. Oh lesson's my, great. my life lesson is you only have one pair of eyes, so you better protect them. There you go. <laughs> deep. Like deep. Well done. <laughs> <laughs>